on today's episode of the Cross Promo Pro Wrestling Podcast. We're going to be going over the results of AEW Dynamite. Rollins' goal being back in WWE. Michael Cole returns. Cena's WrestleMania 40 status. Raw stays on Monday. For now. AEW's feud tracker. Core Jade ACL update. This day in history. The follower shout out. Well, nothing else left to do but get the ring gear on. Put on your boots. Step through these ropes. And ref, ring the bell. set for at least one hour. Introducing your hosts from Fort Worth, Texas, at a total combined weight of 430 pounds, Kevin and Chris Newell, the Cross Promo Pro Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling fans, welcome to the Cross Promo Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Kevin. And I'm Chris. And we are one of the father-son tag teams in the world of podcasts for professional wrestling. Well, guys, uh, just got done watching uh, Dynamite and uh, about to go over the results and everything. And uh, just uh, quick thoughts on it. Chris, your thoughts on Dynamite? Uh, the... Looks like they're doing something new with the the title system thing. Yeah, uh, Tony Khan had released, I believe it was like Saturday, that uh, they were going to go back to the ranking system when the uh, company had originally started. Um, of course, the ranking system works just like any other ranking system. It would be like professional fighting or boxing or whatever. Uh, the highest rank gets a shot at the title. Um, so we're, we're going to see how, how that works out. I don't know if it's going to be any different than our ranking system, but Hey, we'll see what happens. Uh, me personally, um, thought it was a pretty good start to the, like, a, like what you were saying, pretty good start to the new ranking system. We'll see how that works out. And, um, of course, uh, it was a pretty good main event, but we didn't have that as our match of the night, surprisingly. So without further ado, I had to go Kenny Omega on that one. Sorry. All right. We'll go ahead and start with AEW Dynamite. That is if it, this will work. AEW Dynamite. Ha. Dynamite. All right. So we started off with a promo from Samojo in ring or in the ring. Where he was talking about uh, how opportunities are going to be earned from now on. Uh, see. At some point, you had Hook come out. Uh, he he res- did a show of respect. He shook hands with Samoa Joe. 
but he said that he was going to be coming for the title again. Um, so we'll, we'll have to see what happens there. But after that, you had Samoa Joe call security on him. Hook wasn't ready to leave yet, or maybe he just wanted to send some kind of statement where he ended up fighting off a good portion of the security. He did pretty well for himself, but he also wanted to show Samoa Joe respect. Like, okay, I respect you as champion because I lost. My second loss uh, overall. Then you had a match between Adam Page and Penta El Zero Nero, where you had Adam Page winning by pinfall and you had Joe at commentary. Which was a pretty good match, too. It was. You have Adam Page coming out of this 3-0, and and Penta coming out at 0-2. So, he's, he's defeated now. Yeah. Then you had an interview with Orange Cassidy saying that he's accepting Roger Strong's challenge. But he's going to keep wrestling in the meantime. Uh, and then he started talking about a, a tournament type thing. Or a uh, battle royal. Actually, uh, it didn't become a battle royal. It became a freshly squeezed four-way. Oh. Is what they're calling it. Well, I remember we were talking yeah. something like that. Uh, that's going to happen, I think, Rampage. And then Saturday, he's going to take on the winner of that. Then on you, uh, Collision, I believe. Yeah. Then you had an, that went into... Well, before the match, after that, you had uh, basically the Young Bucks checking up on things and messing with Top Flight a little bit, saying that they got here late. But then it turns out they've been here since 1, they said. Um, so... That, that, and they called it Passport Names this time. Use our passport names? To the interview guy. Oh, wow. Then you had a match between Trent Beretta and Wardlow, where you had Wardlow. Well, it was not a normal Wardlow match. It wasn't a squash match. Yeah. Well, I thought it was going to be a squash match because, you know, Wardlow, he just power bombs guys continuously until the ref stops it. Uh... There was also a chair shot that the ref did not see. Yeah. And Trent Trent Beretta was able to do a pile driver to Wardlow. Granted, it didn't help much because Wardlow still came away with the pin, yeah. making him one and zero, oh, and Trent Beretta two and two. After the match, uh, Wardlow was about to power bomb uh, Wardlow again. No, the way around. Wardlow was about to powerbomb Trent Beretta. Yeah. He was about to powerbomb him again, but uh, Best Friends stepped in. Okay. Uh, well, immediately following, uh, you had uh, Deanna Perrazzo and Tony Storm come face-to-face with uh, Renee Paquette leading the whole entire thing. Um, Perrazzo saying she... Came to beat uh, the champ and uh, wants to beat the old Tony Storm that she knew back in the day and not this ridiculous, crazy version of Tony Storm. Well, Tony Storm then said some crazy uh, some words to Deanna, then started tossing her shoes. But then she tossed 
um, Tony Storm tossed the shoe. And then Deanna threw it back. And then they started fighting. Oh, and then she drop kicked um, Tony Storm's butler. That's mean. It wasn't mean. What did the butler do? Hey, you knew what he signed up for. <laughs> Alright, then you had a backstage promo with John Moxley saying Blackpool Combat Club, you, they don't relish in their victories. They don't go off and just celebrate every single victory. They immediately, they'll celebrate just for a little bit. And meaning, a little bit meaning just high-fiving each other, going backstage. And they get ready for their next match coming up. Um, he was also saying this year is a whole new year for him. And it's going to be a him. little, it's going to be a different version of him. And um, he's, he said basically that the party is over. Uh, next, he had another promo of with Johnny TV and Ty Valkyrie. And Ty Valkyrie basically calling out Deanna Perrazzo and wanting to have a match with her next week on Dynamite. Then we get to Match of the Night. Match of the Night is going to Swerve Strickland taking on Jeff Hardy. Now, of course, you had Prince Nana in uh, Swerve Strickland's corner. And, and that's why it's match of the night. N- <laughs> no. no. <laughs> that's what you would like to think. No, no that, um, that's not why it was it. And you had uh, Bre- uh, Matt Hardy in Jeff's corner. Now, uh, I noticed as they were coming out, Jeff and Matt, Jeff didn't seem... He seems off. He seemed aloof. Yeah, like... He doesn't. He didn't normally do his you know little dance coming out. He was about to, then he was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm not going to do that. He seemed more t- dialed back, you know. And, but in the in the match, he was he was getting pretty aggressive here and there, much similar to his match with, um, uh, who do you have a match with that he was just so very aggressive with? Darby Allen. Darby Allen, right, 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 right. Um... Well, uh, of course, there was a lot of back and forth between Swerve and Jeff. Uh, Swerve taking a lot of time mocking Jeff, uh, trying to do a twist of fate on him. Of course, doing the little dance that Jeff does, and then of co- then you had uh, a champ battle between Matt and Prince Nana. Prince Nana always going whose house, Swerve's house, but then Matt was going whose house, Hardy's house. You know, there was a battle going on there um at one point also during the match uh jeff had uh executed a twist of fate on the steps but and also um did a uh what was it a um poetry emotion movement but without launching off a mat he launched off the steps and onto swear strickland to about knock the both of them into the audience area well, it was Swerve Strickland that was a- that was able to pick up the win and uh, win by pinfall. Uh, so that leaves Swerve three and zero undefeated, and Jeff Hardy one and two. Following that match, Hangman Adam Page was uh, being interviewed, but got in- uh, interrupted by Swerve saying should be interviewing the other guy and the more important guy that's also undefeated so far this year. And they got into a little spat, but then. Um, Renee had stopped the both of them and told them 
that next, I believe it was next week on Dynamite, uh, they were going to have a dealer's choice match. What that pertains, I do not know. I think it was that they chose each other's opponents. Oh, okay. I think. That would that would be interesting. Uh, but that would be happening next week. All right. Chris, you got the next match. Let's see. Dealer's choice. Sorry, the dog, or dog Oreo is trying to kind of. He bumped into the desk. He excited. He he was getting excited over match uh, match of the night. All right. See the next one. <laughs> now that we got the thing back. See. Trying to figure out where you were at. So the Allen thing. No, you're at oh. the top of the page, son. Oh, okay. For a second, I got confused. You had Thunder Rosa against Red Velvet, with Thunder Rosa coming away uh, with a pinfall victory. Thunder Rosa is also now undefeated 2-0, and and Red Velvet is defeated at 0-2. That was then followed by an interview with Darby Allin and Sting, uh, talking about how Sting impacted... Well, you had Darby Allin talking about how Sting had impacted his career... Uh, then you had the the young bucks watching sort of backstage uh, behind the scenes almost uh, and you had Darby talking about going having Sting go out as a tag champ yeah uh, and then that's when they sort of talked a little bit more uh, and they challenged after Sting said yes too challenging so I think they said that was going to be what two weeks from now uh, if I remember right I don't know the time frame but uh, it's definitely going to be uh, Darby Allen and Sting challenging Ricky Starks and Big Bill for the AEW World Tag Team Championship yeah uh, then after that you had a promo where you had Ricky Starks and Big Bill responding to that and accepting the challenge and saying that Sting will not make it to Revolution. That was then followed by another match where you had Mogul Embassy against uh, the acclaimed with Bullet Club Gold at ringside for the Bang Bang. Well, actually, they weren't at ringside. They weren't? No. They just popped up. Uh. They came out and they did, you know, Bullet Club Gold did their little entrance thing, but then the acclaimed came out immediately. The match... You had Prince Nana interfering. You had... Several times. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Then you had a big fight for both teams. Uh, yeah. At one point, uh, I think Prince Nana threw in a chair. I, he, he was. Then you had Bishop about to use the chair that was thrown in. But then Jay White saved... Billy from he, he intercepted the chair basically he prevented him from getting it then you had uh, the guns put Nana through a table and match ended when Billy Gunn pinned Toa Leona bringing everyone's records to Brian Cage being 1 and 4 Toa and Bishop being 1 and 3 and all three acclaimed members being 1 and 0 oh. this was the first defense of the year 
Nice. Uh, you want to talk about the main event? Yeah, maybe? I'll talk about the main event real quick. Uh, main event, you had what everyone was considering a dream match, I guess. Um, you had Adam Copeland taking on uh, Min- Minoru Suzuki. And um, it, was, it, it started off with an exchange of elbows. And, uh, of course, Adam Copeland gets knocked down uh, to the mat, but then gets back up again. And they were they were just having it out left and right. And, of course, uh, you had Christian Cage watching in the back or somewhere, watching from somewhere, I'm assuming backstage. But he was definitely watching closely on this match. Um, at one point during the, during the match, they both go through the barricade and end up in the audience. And refs still counting, and they got to the count of nine, and the both of them were able to get back into the ring. Uh, of course, uh, Adam Copeland came away with the win by pinfall, making his record still undefeated, being five and zero. Oh. Um, and, and Suzuki starting off his year with being zero oh and one. Uh, moments after the match, uh, Adam Copeland uh, pretty pretty. <laughs> Said he's never been ever hit ever that hard. Offered his hand as a sign of respect to Suzuki, um, and of course Suzuki just refused and rolled out of the ring. Uh, there and then, right after that, Adam uh, Copeland pretty much just said, "You know, I, you may have thought I've taken my mind off of you, but I'm still coming for you, Christian, and that TNT t- uh, championship." So. Um, yeah, uh, not deterred, Adam Copeland. He's still kind of, he's going through these matches, I think, just to kind of strengthen himself and better himself for when the time comes to take on Christian again. He'll be ready for something. He'll be, he'll be ready for Kill Switch. He'll be ready for Nick Wayne. He'll be ready for Nick Wayne's mom, who does not have it going on. Um, and that's if Kill Switch is even still with him. The way things are going. The way things are going, yeah. I mean, like just. Killswitch may see the light and come back and be Luchasaurus again. But, uh... I mean, it certainly would work out better for him. It definitely would. It would benefit him. Or he goes off by himself somewhere. Say he has to help. Finds a nice Stagosaurus and has a few eggs and settles down. Who knows? Alright, well that pretty much uh, ends it for uh, Dynamite tonight. And uh, we'll go ahead and jump right into this day in U.S. history. Today U.S. history? Not U.S. History. <laughs> not U.S. history, pro wrestling history. Sorry. Quite fond of U.S. history, though. Uh, it's been a long work day for me, all right? So get off my back, all right? Yeah, that's all right. fine. I... Are, are you happy with the clothes and the food that you have? Yeah? Okay. Yeah. There you go. But it's all right. I, I'm not... <laughs> messing with you for being tired yeah because you're tired too yeah all right uh (laughs) on this day in wrestling history there you happy i said it (laughs) this day in wrestling history in 1963 uh nwa world heavyweight championship was put on the line in toronto ontario canada and it set off a basically had a chain reaction of events that happened uh it would caused the creation of the Worldwide Wrestling Federation or WWWF later to be known as the World Wrestling Fort Federation not the World Wildlife Foundation 
and so, uh, later mm-hmm. become the WWE. Well, see, there was a funny crossover that happened one time between both of the WWFs, and, oh. and that's why now only one of them exists under that same name. Well, I remember you told me that anyway. Yeah. Well, in a way, if you look at it kind of closely, you had Luthez represent what would seem to be representing the NWA, and Buddy Rogers representing the WWE. Okay? It, but it wasn't like that at all, because like I said... Uh, WWE hasn't even been established yet. Hasn't even been created yet. Um, but they did have a match, and uh, Luthez had won the NWA title over Buddy Rogers. Uh, their match, it was a one-fall match rather than a traditional two out of three falls. Uh, the majority of the promoters afterward didn't didn't accept the title change and uh, pretty much that's when Vince McMahon had uh, broke away from NWA and um, started his own wrestling federation of course that's the worldwide wrestling federation and um, uh, Rogers he would be named the first champion and then um, held the he held their the main title for about a month and lost it to Bruno San Martino in less than sixty seconds. In uh, on this day in 1981, Orville Brown passed away at the age of 72. In 1988, NWA's Bunkhouse Stampede pay per view had taken place in uh, Uniondale, New York where you had uh, Dusty Rhodes win a uh, bunkhouse stampede match, which is a multi-man cage match battle royal. Um, And I don't know how you can win that one when you got a cage surrounding the ring. How you get eliminated? I guess pinfall or something. Uh, The other participants in this was Lex Luger, uh, the Wardlord, Bar- uh, Barbarian, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, Ivan Koloff, and Road Warrior Animal. Also that year, the first ever Royal Rumble match took place uh, on a special event on the USA Network. It had 20 participants, not 30, but 20. And Hacksaw Jim Duggan uh, had one after eliminating one-man game. The first ever Royal Rumble match that had ever took place, and Jim Duggan was the very first Royal Rumble winner. Uh, On this day in 1993 in Sacramento, California, uh, played uh, host to the Royal Rumble. Main event, you had... um, It was at this point, at this Royal Rumble where the reward for winning the Royal Rumble was to main event at at WrestleMania. Uh, Yokozuna had won the match, eliminating Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, Bret Hart had defeated Razor Ramon, or had defended his WWE title by beating Razor Ramon, and it was set in the stage for WrestleMania 9, which would later take place at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. And it was the very first outdoor WrestleMania. Uh, in 1998, WCW held an event called Sold Out, and it took place in Dayton, Ohio, 
Main event, you had Lex Luger take on Randy Savage and Lex Luger winning. You also had um, Chris Jericho uh, win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship by defeating Rey Mysterio Jr. 1999, you had the Royal Rumble. That was entitled No Chance in Hell. So I guess you know who pretty much entitled that one. That was Vince McMahon. Took place at the Arrowhead Pond in Anaheim, California, home of the of the Anaheim Ducks, once known as the Mighty Ducks. Uh, Vince had uh, declared himself had been declared the winner. He won the Royal Rumble. Uh, he entered the match uh, in the second spot against uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, entering at number one. Um, see what else happened on that card the rock had won back the wwe championship by beating mankind in what was a very brutal and extreme i quit match uh it was a one that stood out the most because it was a vicious chair shot that uh you know mankind took to the head where it pretty much made an indention of his head in the chair it was that hard um, and his and his wife and kid and mankind's wife and kids were in the audience that night watching, and kids were his kids were crying, and his wife was like, "Oh my god!" And I've seen I've seen the footage. It, it was woo. Uh, in two thousand, WCW Nitro had Sid Vicious defeating Kevin Nash to win uh, what was the vacated World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, it was vacated because Chris Benoit had left the company to go to WWE, and at that time he was the world heavyweight champion. Uh, in 20 years ago, uh, 2004, uh, the longtime supposed WWE president Jack Tunney uh, had died of a heart attack in, uh, at the age of 68 in uh, on Watertown, Ontario, Canada. 2016, the Royal Rumble took place in Orlando, Florida. Kind of funny how they're going back to Florida. Uh, well, this particular Royal Rumble was a historic one because uh, Roman Reigns was forced to defend that title in the Royal Rumble match. And... Also in that match, number three spot is when AJ Styles made his WWE debut. Was in this Royal Rumble. Um, in the end, though, Triple H had come out and had won the uh, Royal Rumble and the championship. Also that year, uh, you had um, Evolve 55. I believe it, uh, it, it was a. Uh, a wrestling promotion called Devolve. Yeah, Drew Galloway and Johnny Gargano uh, defeat Tommy End and Chris Hero to win the Evolve Tag Team Championship. Um, and also that year, you have Progress Chapter 25. Uh, yeah, Marty Scroll defeat Will Ospreay to win the Progress Championship. All right. Uh, now on to birthdays. Uh, this one we'll save for last. Uh, you had Mike Awesome. 
who was a star of ECW, WCW, um, had wrestled in several promotions, All Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, at one point had a stint with uh, WWE. Uh, he would have celebrated his birthday today, but died at the age of 42 back in 2007. Uh, he had debuted in professional wrestling in 1989 and had retired in 2006. All right. Uh, next is uh, Jim Cornette's best friend in the world. Of course, I'm talking about Vince Russo. Uh, celebrating his 62nd birthday and believe me if you've watched Dark Side of the Ring if that's who I think it is I don't think they're friends they're not I was being sarcastic it's funny well if any of you have watched Dark Side of the Ring you'll understand that uh, Jim Cornette is counting the days for Vince Russo to pass away uh, Vince Russo didn't come into the world of professional wrestling until 1992 and had retired in 2014. Of course, he was a uh, best known to be uh, a writer for WWE and at one point was running the show a little in um, uh, WCW uh, and also did a stint out in TNA. Developed a, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, heat for his run out in WCW a lot of people would consider him the one that had ran that ran WCW into the ground and um, Jim Cornette would hold um, Vince Russo person uh, personally hold him responsible because of uh, the way he ran things he uh, Jim Cornette does labels Jim uh, Vince Russo as pretty much not a wrestling guy he was just there to just make money and just take advantage of these wrestlers and just cutting their career short of injury and everything all right then we have uh local and i mean local here in north texas a part of wccw world-class championship wrestling uh Gar the late gary hart uh, best known as a, not only as a professional wrestler, but also more importantly known, much like Bobby Heenan, uh, started his career out as a wrestler and then ended as a manager and a pretty good manager. Uh, debuted in the world of professional wrestling in 1960 and retired in two, uh, 20 years ago in 2004. Um, Sadly, though, uh, Gary Hart had passed away in 2008 at the age of 66. And lastly, of course, uh, one half of what I think is to be the future Hall of Fame tag team, uh, the Briscoe Brothers, Jay Briscoe, celebrating his, uh, not really celebrating, but would have been his uh, 39th birthday today uh, sadly had passed away last year due to a car accident um, at the age of 38 he had uh, started his career in professional wrestling in the year 2000 and had uh, was best known for tagging with his with his brother Mark and had 
ruled the tag division in Ring of Honor for several years and known for being get, getting extreme at times but I, I think one of the best if I had a list of tag teams they would definitely be on that list because I mean watch a, watch a Briscoe Brothers match just one and you'll see why alright well that pretty much covers uh, this day in professional wrestling history and um, everything with the birthdays all right, so now we go into uh, we go into the wrestling news. Today in pro wrestling news. Okay, so news that has uh, made headlines on this day, January twenty fourth, two thousand and twenty four. You want to go ahead and uh, take it away, Chris? Yeah, we got uh, P- uh, from PW Insider. They were basically said that Michael Cole is going to be uh, the uh, he's going to be at commentary on this Friday's Smackdown okay uh, he's going to be doing that with Corey Graves okay uh, sort of as a temporary replacement for Kevin Patrick so he's doing double duty Raw and Smackdown yeah um, let's see it says here that things didn't really work work out all that great for for Kevin Patrick, yeah, uh, and the the sort of decision choice was made earlier this week to take him out, but they haven't really announced what's going on with him or the replacement yet. Not would you have any idea who the replacement would be? No, I nope. wouldn't either. I wouldn't say Booker T because Booker T and Corey Graves didn't really have that much of a good past. At one point, um, I can't remember why, but they, behind the scenes, they were, they just weren't getting along. So that's why Booker T's on NXT. Now, if you had it the other way where, I don't know, I don't know how that would work out, but, um, let's see here. So next up, uh, Seth Rollins targets, um, his goal is to be around, uh, be in full strength by a month. Uh, he had, um, so that'd be what March end of February time frame? February, March time frame. Um, he had, uh, went into an interview, uh, with Daniel Cormier on the DC and RC show. Uh, he was just talking about details of his, of his injury. And, um, his goal and aspirations to make it into WrestleMania 40 and coming in as champion and going out as, and coming out as champion. Um, he was saying this quote, uh, rehab rehab is going to be a pain dodged a bullet. The ACL is intact. Uh, the ACL is the big one. Uh, that one is good. The MCL will heal with time. Uh, we'll get in there. Uh, we'll do the same stuff. We'll do some stuff. We'll check out the, uh, the PERP and do some rehab. Uh, I hope to get back at full strength around a month. Around a month is my timeline. We'll see what happens. We're going to take take it day by day. I'd like to be back in a month. I don't want to walk into wrest. I don't want to walk into WrestleMania, and that's 
that be my first match in two or three months, that's not going to be good for me, end quote. Um, have, that, have to worry about that ring rust. Yeah, that's that's what he's talking about. Um, he did talk about uh, the rehabilitation process and being it being challenging. He also expressed uh, some appreciation that the injury that the injury is not as severe as it was thought to be. Um, but uh, if it was severe, it would have put him out of commission for six to nine months. So it wouldn't be until. I would say up to SummerSlam when he would be back, if that was the case. Um, going off saying, uh, quote, I want to be able to get back in there, test the wheel out, and make sure uh, we're in a good place. We'll see how it goes. I'm taking it day by day, and I'm happy we dodged a bullet, and it wasn't anything too serious that was going to put me on the shelf for nine, six to nine months. All right, well. Hopefully, you know, things kind of come around for uh, Seth and um, able to defend that title at WrestleMania. Uh, speaking of uh, injuries. Uh, I remember that uh, ACL injury Core Jade had, right? Yeah, it seems like everybody's getting ACL injuries. The same thing happened to Charlotte Flair. She got a ACL injury, and I've been following her on TikTok, and... Uh, uh, it looks as if uh, sh- she's already had the surgery and she's in the middle of going through rehab right now. Well, it says here that Cora Jade uh, kind of had her surgery earlier this week to repair and fix that the ACL. Uh-huh. Uh, she put up a, a picture from a hospital bed, uh, her leg in a brace, and put out, um, let's see... Though there was either a caption or something on it uh, saying, quote, they say your darkest hour comes before your dawn. Talk to you later. End quote. Well, I'm really hoping she also heals up. She's a big vital part to the women's division in NXT and really can't wait to see her on the main roster. Yeah. All right. Um, next up, John Cena had talked about his status for WrestleMania 40. Um, well, he was saying, uh, quote, I don't know if I'll f- be free that weekend, but it is a weekend and movies don't shoot on the weekends. But when I say I'm done in WWE, they say never say never, and a lot of people retire and come back. I'll, I'm just being honest with myself. Um, there's such a great new generation now as well. It's time to pass the electric energy on to the folks that can be there every day. Of course, he's referring to, you know... It was in an interview that he had with uh, Entertainment Tonight. Um, at one point, he was asked, you know, if you're considering retiring, da, da, da. he goes, oh, no, for sure. My time is coming up soon. And uh, he had put out also that he may he will be more than likely retiring at 50. But that means he'll be and currently right now he's like in his late 40s. I think he's like 47 or something. So he's got about good three some odd years left so um we'll just see what happens there um you got news chris about uh 
Monday Night Raw and what day of the week it's going to be on? Yeah, uh, on during an appearance on uh, Pat McAfee's show. Uh, there was they were talking about the deal with Netflix. You had Nick Khan talking about how he basically saying that for right now. Raw will remain on Monday, but it could change sometime over the next 11 months. Right. As both both sides kind of evaluate their different choices. Uh, quote, if we stay on Mondays, it'll work. If we move to a different day, I think that it'll, I think it'll work too. End quote. That, that's what he said. I don't know. I think that would throw everything off. I mean, yeah, it's been on... It probably would. It's been on Raw. Raw has been on Monday since since, the beginning. Since it started, yeah. It says here in 1993. Yeah. It's always kind of been there. Apart from, you know, a few cases where it wasn't, but probably very few. Yeah, it's been around for the past 30-some years on Monday. Yeah. Um, and And since it's also on a streaming service, that could probably help, too. Uh, but if they're trying to keep it live or something, then that might not help as much. I'm not really. If, no. if you're trying to do like live streaming, then I would. Stick, and then have, I would find a way to do it live. Yeah. And then say thirty minutes later, they take it back down and make you wait a month to watch it again. That I would hate. Yeah. So if you miss it that one time, then oh well. Yeah, that's it. Uh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, get, if you guys are kind of lost in the sauce already with it being like the end of the month and you don't know the new year with all these feuds going on, well, we'll go ahead and get you up to speed real quick. There's an article about of the uh, current feuds right now. Of course, you've got... Samoa Joe, Hangman Adam Page, and Swerve Strickland in a kind of a three-way feud right now. It's all over the title, I think. It's basically over all over the title. Uh, next, of course, you had what was started a couple of weeks ago, Sting and Darby Allin uh, having, a, I guess, a rivalry with the Young Bucks. I don't know. I think it's a waste of time, personally, with me as a wrestling fan. Um, it's just a way of the young bucks, the executive vice presidents, uh, just to kind of get into a big deal thing. And that's Sting's going away retirement match. Um, I I'd say just let him go after Darby Allen and have Darby Allen carry the torch for crying out loud. But that's just my opinion. That's just mine. No one has to agree with me and I'm not forcing anyone to agree with me. If you think that's a good for him, then so be it. But me personally, I don't. I mean, what do you think? About the situation here? Yeah. I think it's definitely kind of weird that we could have a better storyline or rivalry in its place. Like, they could make that last match be for the title with those with uh, Starks and Bill. So, yeah. instead of the Young Bucks, just because they're the... I mean, when's the last time they even had a match? Sometime last year, and that was when they uh, both flipped out and was, like, tearing up stuff at ringside. Yeah, and they're going to just all of a sudden come back and get granted a match at a big pay-per-view after all that. And now it looks like it could be a title match at that same pay-per-view. Yeah. 
So, well, five. it won't be at the pay-per-view. It's going to be before the pay-per-view. Oh, that's when they're facing off? Yeah. The Young, young Bucks and uh, Star Wars? It's going to be at Revol- uh, possibly at Revolution. Oh, yeah. Uh, next, of course, you had uh, one that just started a couple of weeks ago, Tony Storm and Diana Perrazzo. Um, two former best friends, now rivals. That may turn out to be quite promising, to be honest with you. Uh, they threw shoes at each other. They throw shoes at each other. And got matching ankle tattoos now. Um, this one, of course, we've been tracking because, you know, they've made match of the week and match of the night. And they'll probably make match of the month of January. Who? FTR and Daniel Garcia against uh, House of Black. Oh, yeah. I remember them. Uh, and then, of course, we were just talking about this today, uh, just recently. Christian Cage and Adam Copeland having a rivalry. Again, similar to Tony Storm and Deanna Perrazzo. Best friends growing up, practically brothers, and now turned bitter rivals. Uh, next, you have the drama between Ruby Soho and Angelo Parker, of course. Um, her basically being lied to by uh, Soraya and, um, what was it? Harley. Uh, next, you had what was, I guess, established last week, Roderick Strong and Orange Cassidy. And, of course, that's over the international championship belt. Uh, then you have Bullet. And it's not really necessarily a rivalry, but it's an old rivalry that has been squashed. And of course, I'm talking about Bullet Club Gold and the Acclaim teaming up together to make the sa- uh, the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. Uh, next, you had Chris Statlander and Willow Nightingale. I guess they're having a f- rivalry of some sorts with Stokely Hathaway. Uh, Stokely Hathaway, of course, you know, obsessed with Chris Statlander. And uh, Willow Nightingale starting to feel kind of like a third wheel, which we saw in... I think it's more just it's similar Stokely to- sabotaging her. Yeah. That's what I think is going to be happening. But you have a similar situation that happened between Alpha Academy. You had, um, you pretty much had, uh, what was it? What was it? Maxine kind of saying Otis is, could be a model or whatever. And, and she was originally only there for Otis. Yeah, she's only, yeah, she was originally only there for Otis. And then uh, Chad Gable kind of accepted her in and everything they saw eye to eye and then became a team uh next you have uh chris jericho and sammy guevara against the whole don Callis family that one is a i honestly think a pretty good rivalry and uh that pretty much closed that out I'm thinking they're probably going to get Omega involved on that one again. Well, depending on how soon Omega can bounce back from his um, possible surgery or whatever. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. (laughs) Sorry about that one. That's okay. Um, Hang on here. All right. Well, um... Well, it's just, we just zipped right on through this episode. That was it for the news. We just, Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, there wasn't that much on this day in history and, you know. I thought the news would take a little bit longer. I thought so, too. Because I saw that you had, like, three different, like, pieces of one news that... Lots of news, it looked like. Yeah. Um, I guess not. I guess not. Um, well, we can uh, actually go ahead and we can quickly go over um, our picks for the Royal Rumble and go over the Royal Rumble card, which we'll put out a video on TikTok about as well. Um, so right now, let's... We'll go over what they currently have on the match card. Uh, you've got, of course, Universal Championship being up for grabs in a Fatal 4-Way match. Roman Reigns taking on Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight. Yeah. Um, who you got winning the title? Or, reta- or possibly retaining? Uh... I think Roman's going to retain on this one. Okay. Uh, I think so, too, because he's going to need the title when he goes into Roy- the WrestleMania. Um, next up, you had the United States Championship match. Logan Paul against Kevin Owens. I'm just saying Kevin Owens because I'm tired of seeing Logan Paul whenever he does show up. I haven't and, really been paying much attention well, I mean, to Logan just, Paul's Logan Paul's things. pulling a Roman Reigns, just showing up. Every now and then. And, I mean, we hardly seen these two champions, but they have the titles. Uh, so, Kevin Owens is probably going to more uh, really hope and just take that title from him. Uh, of course, there's the men's Royal Rumble and the women's Royal Rumble matches, respectively. Um, my pick for the men's, it's hard to say. It's hard to say, but uh, I would probably say Gunther. Probably coming away with a win. Who do you pick for the Men's Royal Rumble? I'm thinking Cody or uh, maybe CM Punk. Hmm. Okay. I think CM Punk said that he was in it anyway. I, think. Uh, I, would, I would have to say Gunther. Um, for the women's Royal Rumble, who do you pick to win that one? I'm thinking Becky Lynch. It's quite possible Becky Lynch could win. Uh, it's either then her, again, maybe her or Nia Jax or Bailey or Bailey. Okay. All right. Well, so far that's that's the only matches that they have on the match card right now for Royal Rumble, which is this Saturday. So if you guys don't have Peacock or any way to get that pay-per-view, please do. Or or if you guys want to just hear what's going on with the results, check in with our guys uh, with the wrestling community. Know your wrestling. They're going to be going live on TikTok during the event, and uh, you guys can just listen in. And uh, talk and conversate. We'll be there. So if you guys want to have a conversation or uh, ask us a question or anything like that, we'll be there. We'll we'll be talking. We'll be communicating with uh, fellow uh, wrestling fans. So by all means, join that chat. All right. Um, well, I 
it's now time for our follower shout out now and um our shout out today is going to be a uh a shout out to another wrestling podcast based out of kentucky uh, of course it's the final count kentucky uh wrestling podcast they also do interviews they go over shows like we they pretty much do what we do go over shows express their opinion go over news and uh, one thing we haven't done yet, and we will get their dad pod, trust us, we will, uh, and that's um, do some interviews. Um, these guys even have their own shirt. We don't even have our own shirt yet. We're working on trying to get merch out there, so uh, just bear with us. Again, uh, the Final Count Kentucky, you guys want to follow them and um, get their content too as far as uh, pro wrestling. Uh, all right. Well, Chris, I, I think that just about wraps it up for us here today. We got, uh, we got two shows tomorrow. Three, three shows. <laughs> you almost forgot. Again. I almost forgot about main event. Uh, so we got, uh, of course, M, uh, TNA impact. We've got, um, also ring of honor and WWE main event. So we got to cover those three shows. So we got our hands full. It's going to be. The next two days, three shows. So we got third tomorrow. We got those three shows, and then Friday we've got SmackDown, the Go Home Show before WrestleMania or for before Royal Rumble, and uh, of course we've got AEW Rampage and NXT Level Up, and then of course we'll have our we'll have Royal Rumble happen on Saturday as well as Collision too. So. Uh, we're going to have two separate shows. One will be going over the uh, one on on that Saturday. One will be going over everything that happened on Collision, and the other will be a more in-depth uh, episode where we're going in to uh, discuss more about the Royal Rumble. All right. Well, with that said, let's go ahead and get head on out of here. And as always, guys, you can always follow us on our socials, our social media. We are on TikTok. We are on Facebook. We are on X. We are on Instagram as well. So feel free. Follow us. Message us. We will answer back. Um, we even have an email address, Chris, don't we? Do we? We do. What is that email address? Uh, cross. I think it was cross promo pod at uh, gmail.com. You are very, very tired. About as tired as o Oreo down here. He's asleep on the floor. Our show mascot, Oreo. The wrestling dog. All right. Well, um, as far as the cross promo show, on behalf of us, I'm Kevin. I'm Chris. We, we gone. gone. That was so hilarious. Both you and the dog are have kind of fell asleep just right now. Uh, I was kind of keeping an eye out. You see, uh, the the thing with the eye and 
I made it to about four o'clock, and then, yeah, not awake to sleep. That's what that's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time for it, son. <laughs>